Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And this is the Thanksgiving edition of the program. We promise to bring you all things gone all the gun time. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce uh, introduce my, my fellow compatriots, fellow patriot, compadres and patriots. I just combined that word. Just made a new word. Compatriots. Compatriots. Just made a new word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go around the room and tell you who they are. Normally sitting on my right would be the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. I'd please be welcoming back. His name is Earl. Yeah, Earl is uh, Earl is not here. Earl uh, is as a uh, result of a tragic tryptophan poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tryptophan poisoning. Yeah, he's he's, he's still got the sleepies. Yeah. He's still got the sleepies. He's uh, he's out. That mixed with that uh, that box wine, you know, that uh, card Bordeaux. Oh, it'll act, yeah. knock yeah. you out. Man. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. Knock it you out. Certainly will. And it did. It did to him. So we uh. We hope uh, we, you know, he wakes up by next week. Uh, probably by Monday, the boss will be calling him. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, we need you to work. We need you to work. We got. We got. We, we got. We get a whole bucket of flaming turkey wings. We got to move around. Turkey stew and turkey casserole and all, you know, green bean, extra green beans, and ready to go. So, I. But on my left, uh, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know what? I was uh, you and I talked after the show last week. Well, we talk all the time, but we specifically uh, this conversation was. Hey, what are we doing next weekend? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was. It was. The, <laughs> uh, and I, odds I, or evens and uh, last, rock paper scissors. Last year, uh, for those that uh, weren't with us last Christ, last Thanksgiving show, it, yeah, the ones that have been born since then. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we're we're a hit with the uh, with the six to nine months old. Uh, you know what they are? Because yeah. mom and dad leave them and then they can't turn the dial <laughs> yeah, themselves. Exactly. They're yelling, you know, Siri, but it doesn't work because wrong service. <laughs> right, exactly. Last year was planned to do a, I'll call it a, a, a live best of, a hosted best of. Uh, I was going to grab, and I, and I had grabbed, uh, you know, eight segments of, I think I had one live segment planned, and then eight segments of, you know, these are the best callers of the year so far or best stories, but it would be me, you know, spending 30 seconds introducing a story or introducing an old segment and then just putting the old segment on. And I had them all ready to go. And about, I think it was about, about an hour beforehand, two hours beforehand, you called me. 
and said, "Hey, are you Careful. still?" He said, "Are you still Careful. going? To, no, are you still going to the studio?" Uh, I, uh, I said, "Are you still going to the studio to do the to do the, the hosted best of?" And I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "All right, I, I need a break. I'll, I'll meet you up there." <laughs> so <laughs> we did a live show. I mean, it was a it was an unplanned, you know, and uh, we didn't have any stories ready to go because we were going to just do old stories. But in that in that hour and a half, it took for us to to both get up here. It uh, you know we we nailed it. So uh, you know it, it's a uh, this week, similar, Kevin told me last week, he goes, I don't know, it's a 50-50. You know, it's, it's the family day, and the, the other halves of our families plan the holidays. You know, the, you know, the, 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 one, you know, the half that's in charge. <laughs> you know, they, they plan the family holidays. So when I asked you, did you know? You were like, I don't know, 50-50. And uh, it just uh, worked out. I, I hit you up last night because I was getting ready to do all the best of segments, and I said, before well, I do that again, <laughs> let, me, let me see what your plans are. Yeah, but, um... I'm tired. Yeah, and trip to fam. And yeah, and maybe just a little, <laughs> just a little popcorn Sutton. Oh yeah, trip to fam. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, somebody saw the bottle and went, "What's this?" Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, I did. Um, I took uh, the, the daughter up to New York for Thanksgiving. Uh, we we're fortunate to live uh, where. We've got one of those discount airlines where where we are in Central Florida in Orlando, and it flies out to the eastern Long Island uh, there, which is where half the family is in, in New York now. They're, you know, they're, we're we're formerly city people, but now they live out in the country. <laughs> in the country of Long a, Island, they call it the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah they call, yeah. they call it the country out there in Long Island, it's like Longwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of a like, think, they folks, got think subdivisions. Of, right. it's in the woods. Think of the biggest subdivision you could find. Or, or or a suburb next to the giant city, and that's what they call the country in New York. Yeah, yeah. so that seems appropriate. Yeah. They, uh, uh, we went up there. It's cheap. It's like fifty bucks each way. So we we went up there and and spent uh, the you know Turkey Day, and then came back yesterday. Went up the day before, came back the day after. You know, it was a uh, quick trip, easy trip. And uh, I've, I, I, I've done some career work. Yeah, I did that yeah. quick trip. Yeah, I did a uh, I did a, a I I did the Daily Defense Hour with uh, Mark Walters on Wednesday. Got up there that morning and did did it uh, the four o'clock show with him, and my my cousin my cousin Vinny. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, Vinny, he's uh, he's got a he's got a home office. You know, he works. He's got he's a regular job. Goes around. But he's also got a home office for when he needs to use it. Well, like everybody in New York, it's in the basement. You know, it's downstairs in the basement, but it's beyond the boiler, past the laundry room, round the corner. Then you just open this door and there's this nice office. And it, every time I go there, it strikes me like. The radio room underneath the barracks at Stalock Thirteen, where Hogan's Heroes was. That's that's the kind of place it is. You, you know, you go underground, and you go in the tunnel, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Wow, this is beautiful down here." He's got it really nice set up. So I, I told Mark when I was on the air, it's like I was coming from behind the enemy lines, below the barracks, around the boiler, and <laughs> so I, I did it. I did it from literally behind enemy lines. It's the, this the subterranean part doesn't bother me. It's when the plastics on the walls and the floor. And they tell you, well, no, no, we're just going to be doing some painting. That's the part that really makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, no. Don't mind the plastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, don't, don't eat it either. Don't, you don't want to do that no matter what. Uh, so any, any good, uh, any good uh, Thanksgiving uh, happened? Did you get to go shooting on Thanksgiving at all? Or I you, did. I, well, I could have. I just chose not to. You had, uh, we're we're going to hit another story up um, in a little bit, but I know you had a, you had a visitor in your backyard. At uh, yeah, well. <laughs> And I've I've got a game camera installed. Well, I have multiple cameras around, but I have in this particular location I have a game camera 
uh, installed and we picked up. What I would suggest is a fairly good sized coyote. Yeah. On the game camera. And so I, I took the image inside and I showed it to my not particularly large dogs and went, <laughs> this will eat you. Stay near the house. <laughs> and I came back and there was a meeting. All, all my gear spread out right. all over the back porch. And I'm like, why is my stuff all outside? And I got the reply, the dogs are deciding what to use. <laughs> and I'm like, don't give the dogs access to the safe. Yeah, that's it. They're crazy. Oh, boy, yeah. And so now my American Bulldog is uh, has got a Mark 19 <laughs> mounted on her back. <laughs> and the little black dogs are going, their plan is for indirect fire. Yeah. They're going to get the coyote with indirect fire. You know, you st- you give the dogs the combination of the safe, and you're going to end up with your guns laying around everywhere, and that safe's going to be full of bones and squishy toys. It's just, you, it's, they're going to use you it for their stuff. You don't know my dogs very well. <laughs> use it for their stuff. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We've got plenty of show coming right up for you. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% 10% off. The Geltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So, in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. 
you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. This is that Boundary Oak Distillery segment of the program. Please go there. Check them out. Well, go there in person. It's in Radcliffe, Kentucky. You can go there and take a look at them. Or go to just visit. Take a visit at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. It's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Trust me. You'll, you'll, you'll thank me. You'll thank me. It's, uh, it's quite the experience, and it's, it's quite the product. So um, try some today. Responsibly, might I add, if you're going to be drinking alcohol. Responsibly. Kevin, there's a story this week out of Chicago. Plenty of stories out of Chicago, and we're going we're gonna to make that point when we get to it. But... Story this week out of Chicago where, unfortunately, a Chicago police officer was killed, uh, as well as uh, two other uh, innocent people, uh, before, the, uh, before the gunman uh, decided to you know, chew on the tip of his gun. Well, he'd taken several rounds from a carbine rifle <laughs> yeah. to the abdomen, yeah. and I think he decided that that hurt and he would stop it from hurting anymore. A gunman who killed a Chicago police officer, an emergency room doctor, and a pharmacist during this week's shootout at Mercy Ho- Hospital fired about 40 shots before dying in a shootout with a SWAT officer. And like Kevin said, there was the shootout and then the uh, the, the self-inflicted uh, end to his uh, misery. So I, I would say that the obviously the facing the police officer, the well-armed police officer, and taking a few rounds from him convinced this guy to end his life. No, that or he saw a lot of Westerns and he knows how yeah, guys with gut shots. They have a guy. Yeah, did, did he have a bottle of whiskey? Did he use that? He... I wouldn't drink whiskey after a gunshot wound to the abdomen. It would leak out. You'd be wasting yeah, the whiskey. And it would hurt. Yeah, yeah, true. A true. lot. 
<laughs> little little burning on the way out, a little burning sensation on the way. Yeah, on the way out, yeah. yes, it leaked out of your abdominal <laughs> cavity. Yeah, uh, Juan Lopez was carrying, and, and I love the way they wrote this: multiple magazines for his nine millimeter Glock seventeen. Kevin, how many magazines do you carry for the, your firearm that you carry? I'm not looking for a specific number, just maybe something along the lines of multiple. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> depending on the firearm, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will carry anywhere from one additional magazine to eight. Right. Yeah, a firearm type of clothing, vehicle you're in, that kind of stuff. It's all, it's all. What we used to call it uh, um, in the army. You say it's, it's a, uh, it's Met TC. It's it's it depends on the mission, the enemy, the time, the terrain, the equipment, all all that stuff. So, which it's what you have available to you. Well, I have everything available. <laughs> right. to me. It's not the issue. The <laughs> issue is, am I going to start trouble or am I expecting? <laughs> trouble yeah that's yeah. true yeah, why do you call that there. a gunfighter's gun because it's a 40 caliber pistol yeah. with a 25 round magazine why do you need that many that's why it's a gunfighter's gun because if there's a gunfight yeah you probably started it <laughs> yeah true very true so this uh this guy juan lucas the shooter was carrying this nine mil with a couple of mags during the monday afternoon shooting hey, even if he had 10 what difference would it make? exactly exactly right you know what he had he had at least 40 rounds yeah we know that right uh, he first killed his ex-fiance. That's well, the she wasn't that much exed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, well, she's only a yeah. little exed because apparently, the reason he was there, right? He asked for the engagement ring back, and then her saying, apparently saying yes, wasn't sufficient. He, right. He correct. wanted. He didn't want a punctuation that was just right. This is the end of us. Period. He wanted an exclamation point. It was a quick. Uh, what's the Steve Martin? And uh, was uh, Dan Aykroyd when he used to do the Wild and Crazy Guys from Czechoslovakia? Yes. And Dan Aykroyd, no, no, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Steve Martin said um, how they break up in their country is you go up to the girl and you say, I break with thee, I break with thee, I break with thee, and then throw dog poop on her shoes. This was quicker than that. It, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. quicker than that. Uh, Ex fiance, Dr. Tamara Anil, outside the hospital, he, did, he shot and killed her before going into the building where he fatally shot a pharmacist and then uh, eventually Officer uh, Samuel Jimenez. Who had less than two years on the job, three kids. It's you know, it's you don't want to see anybody die, but there's always a, it's always a tear jerk sob story when it when it when it comes to you know these type of things. Uh, the only gunfire from police during the roughly twenty minute confrontation came from an officer on a responding SWAT team who fired four or five shots with the carbine rifle. As Kevin said, got him in the gut a couple of times, and that was enough to make the bad guy go, uh, "I'm out, I'm out." And uh, and and he uh, he put the bullet in his own head at that point. Uh, they said about forty bullet casings were found from the Glock that were scattered around the crime scene. Shooting spurred a massive response from police and dispatchers to the chaotic scene. For a time, police did not know how many shooters there were or whether a gunman had fled. SWAT officers team arrived to the hospital within two or three minutes of the shooting because they were already in the area. I want to say this to you, folks: two to three minutes. Two to three minutes. And it's it's over at that point, you know. This 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 you know the shootings are over at this point. You have the doctor is dead, you have uh, the officer is dead, you have the the pharmacy tech she's dead, and the only one that's that's left to die at this point is the bad guy, and, and that's just because he hasn't been confronted yet, and, and for reasons that I don't understand, because this was not the typical I'm going to go on a killing spree. Right. This he had he was mad at somebody specifically. Correct. And some other folks got in the way. Exactly right. But yeah. he went there to do harm to 
to the doctor. One or two individuals. Yeah. yeah. And others got in the way. Uh, exactly right. So now they were swift. They were precise. Unfortunately, we could have saved. We could have saved. We wish we could have saved everybody's life, said the police department. But we have the feeling that those officers there and this training, their, their training really helped. Now, what 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 happened was the uh, the SWAT team just happened to be close coming back from somewhere else, you know, down the block, down the street. They monitor all frequencies. They hear shots fired at the hospital. They get there and go. Uh, you know, this is a big hospital in Chicago, if, you, if you're familiar with the hospital. There's probably, you know, there was probably, I would bet you, three or four other police officers in that hospital attending to other official business. And it's so big, they may not have had any idea this shooting was going on. You could be in a part of that hospital where a shooting is happening and not know it on the other well, side of the hospital. Because it's far enough away. Right. These uh, two apparently were on a mail run between stations. The, the, yes, Officer Jimenez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they 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 were Officer Human is the, the officer that was killed there. They're from the the neighboring precinct, and they you know the the listen. They, they don't get UPS, they don't get FedEx. You put a guy in a you put a guy in his marked unit. You say go over the the next unit and do the they're in, make, you know, the yeah. internal mail. Exactly right. Yeah. It's the inter, interagency mail, inter, interagency uh, mail delivery service. And as they're crossing near the hospital, they see all the other cars rushing to the scene. Well, they're on the other channel. They're on their channel from their precinct. So they just followed in, and it wasn't until he gets out on the ground there and they realize what's going on. So this is a call he did not have to respond to. They responded out of you know public service. That's what they do. Our fellow officers are going to something obviously important enough to have that many cars going. Let's make sure they have all the assistance they need. So two to three minutes is the point I want to make for you before we, uh, we get out of here. we got a couple minutes left with you. Uh, how ironic. We're going to talk about two to three minutes in the next two to three minutes. The, the hospital is, is a gun-free zone. This happens in, she's an emergency room doctor. This is, this happens, even if it's not the emergency room, it happens anywhere in the hospital. The hospitals in Illinois, in Illinois is a gun-free zone. We've had uh, Dr. John Adine on. We've had, uh, you know, several of the docs from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. And, uh, you know, how many times did they have to tell you the horror story of this is a gun-free zone? This is horrible. This is two to three minutes. I was talking with individuals from Broward County this week because they had the the after action report finally happened down there and we'll and we'll, we'll get to talking about that in another another part of the show but again that whole thing down there they're they're yelling at uh, they're still pointing fingers at this at deputy Scott Peterson down there because it took him 3 minutes to get to there from uh, 31 acres 11 buildings mass shooter uh, you know, high-powered firearm in an urban environment. And he still got there at two minutes, or he still got there right about three minutes. Well, the shooting ended about two minutes, 45 seconds. There's no way. There's there, Unless they had a crystal ball and a transporter that he gets there beforehand, before the shooting ends. Same thing with with this. This is two to three minutes. This officer dies. The initial person, you know, he was there, like Kevin said, he was there to to murder her. Yeah. You know, and these others got And, got and he ran way. inside. Yeah. And he shot the first people he saw getting out of the elevator. Right. Shot the, shot, right, right. shot the pharmacist, went to leave, saw the police, ran back inside. Yep. Him and chased him. Yep. And, and what we're talking about is an exchange of gunfire yep. between the suspect and the SWAT officer just as Jimenez engages him at the same time. Yep. So those bullets probably passed each other. Yeah. Yeah. Two to three minutes. The only thing that stops the pharmacist, the only thing that stops Jimenez from, from taking this bullet is 
other armed individuals, people that have not been stripped of their firearm in a gun-free zone. Doctors, janitors, you know, patients, or you know, friends, or you know, family of patients that happened to be there because they followed a stupid sign that said "gun-free zone." You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. More when we get back. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We, uh, we were talking to you last segment about the shooting at uh, Mercy Mercy Hospital in Chicago, and we're going to jump back into that in a minute. Uh, we've, we've definitely got more we're going to be talking to you about there. I, I do want to tell you, uh, first, first off, uh, how to get a hold of us. If you, you hear it there on the new intros, just go over to, if you go, listen, if you go to armsroomradio.com, it's armsroomradio.com, you can see there how to get a hold of us. Uh, Earl, if you wanted to reach Earl, he's uh, the best way with him is the is, 
It's probably probably for me and Earl's probably on the Twitters. It's the easiest. He's uh, he's at at Arms Room Earl. I'm at Arms Room Mike. Uh, if you do want to get to Kevin there on on the Twitters, he's uh, at Kevin C Maxwell. But the the best way to to reach Kevin is text my cell phone number. Yeah, just just text him. And listen, he's serious. Yeah, yeah. You got something you want to send to him? Call the office or something. Send him an email. His email address, I believe, is linked there. Uh, to uh, you know, if you go to our website. Uh, armsroomradio.com. It'll link it to Kevin's website, which is maxlaworlando.com. It is. And, and the number is there uh, either way. And um, we'll just stick around. Uh, come come Fallen Hero segment. You, you, Kevin will give you his cell phone number again then if you didn't have time to copy it down right now. So, uh, you know, so reach out. Listen, these stories are ones we get from you, uh, you know, when we when we put them up on here. You know, we get some that we, we find amongst ourselves, and we get them uh, we get them from you, the listener. So, you know, we appreciate you guys uh, being interactive with us. Chicago. Listen, uh, the point we were making about the Chicago shooting was, again, another shooting in a gun-free zone. Now, we we understand that Dr. Tamara O'Neill, uh, she was... The pharmacist. She, yeah, she... No, doctor, oh, no that, that's the, that's the, the doctor. Ex, the ex-fiance, she... Um, listen, he went there to kill her. We, 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 we see so. that. We know that. Um, he doesn't apparently handle rejection very well. No, no. Now, perhaps if she'd been armed if she'd chosen to be armed in this gun-free zone maybe that would have made a difference for her life it's not going to make the odds any worse we know that no uh you know so perhaps if she'd been armed perhaps if he'd known she was armed you know he would he would have thought twice about doing this you know i'm not looking to i'm just looking to murder her i'm not looking to get murdered you know i'm not looking for her to shoot me because he's already probably in his mind she's already humiliated him he doesn't want to risk her shooting him now and humiliating him even more so maybe that stops it. Don't know. Don't know. But we do end up with the pharmacist, Dana Less, innocent innocent woman that works there, dead. Uh, police officer Samuel Jimenez, you know, this is his life. This is his career. He goes there, you know, to, to protect others, to keep others out of harm's way. And that's what he did. He ran back. He went in when, when nobody had to. Uh, he decided, listen, you know, these other officers out here, you guys are doing a perimeter or whatever, but that's a madman on a loose, and he's killed one, two people, who knows who else. I'm going in there. And that's what he did. Gun-free zone. Do I have to keep telling you this? This happens in a gun-free zone. And, and and we keep insisting that these signs are going to protect us. These signs are are laughable. Laughable. I love seeing these signs so I can violate the hell out of them. So I could take my gun in there and be the safest person in the room. And my family be the safest family in the room. You know, it's it's just laughable. Authorities say Lopez, he's your shooter, folks, legally purchased the Glock 17 handgun in 2012. Well, hold on. You mean he, he passed a background check? But I thought background checks would solve the future problems. Kevin, don't background checks solve the future problems? No. What if it's a universal background check? It doesn't stop, solve the universal future problem. <laughs> what if it's an enhanced background check? It doesn't solve the enhanced future problem. Yeah, you know what the, you know what background checks do, folks. They predict the past. They're very good. They're very they, good they you know, predictor of the documented past. Right, <laughs> and and therein lies the problem is that most of these people, others felt uncomfortable about, but didn't say anything. They just let it go. We saw this in Parkland, the shooter down there. Uh, Nicholas Cruz, who, by the way, voted in the last election, thanks to Sheriff Scott Israel 
and uh, yeah, supervisor of elections, Brenda Snipes. Yeah, we, we, we he saw to that. Uh, he his guy was uh, he was thrown out of the police academy or excuse me the the fire, fire academy, academy. He was thrown out of the fire academy a few years back. Yeah, and then about five years ago, he uh, he he said he, he made some threats that he was going to let me see if we got the exact quote here that he was going to uh, shoot up the Chicago Fire Department Academy. Yeah, it, because he got fired for failing to show up for work while facing these allegations of improper conduct toward women. Now, does this sound, listen, let's see, that's, that's one, two, that's three strikes right there. That's the uh, you, you, improper conduct toward women, uh, you failed to show up, and then you just say you're going to shoot up the place, which is probably enough in itself for somebody to say, Oh, wait, it gets better. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. His wife got an injunction against him <laughs> because she said he sleeps with a pillow under his, or a gun under his pillow, and he's pointed that gun at someone. I don't know who. Yeah, we don't know who. Yep. Might have been her, might have been himself. Needless to say, he still had a firearm. Guess what happens in Illinois, in the city of Chicago? It's not like, you know, where you could just go out and, uh, you know, you bought a gun with your background check and you have your background check and that's it. In addition to that background check in Chicago, because it's the world's most regulated gun city, they have firearm owner identification card. You have to do special things, qualifications for that. You have to requalify for that every five years as well. Then, in addition to that one, concealed carry permit he had up there. You have to do additional things to get your concealed permit. It has to be reviewed by authorities. It has to be reviewed every five years for them. It's just like renewing. You know, when, when you renew your oh, I understand what permit. you're saying. Yeah, but nobody said, well, you, you know, he's threatened people with a gun. His wife says he's threatened people with a gun. His wife says he's dangerous uh, and, and carefree and she, and with this gun. And she got an injunction. She gets the, the court. So the courts are involved now. Yeah. She just didn't go out and go, I declare an injunction, for folks. She had to go to the court and convince a judge to get this injunction. That's like uh, Steve Martin exactly breaking right. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now all of this happens, and but nobody, nobody decides... To look at taking away this guy's firearm. We, I talked to you last week about red flag laws. We, we all talked to you last week about red flag laws and how they're horrible because it's, you, there's no due process involved. The, you know, there's, it's an ex parte hearing. You just got people showing up at your door and taking firearms. This is the prime example of what an ex parte, or excuse me, what, the, what a, a red flag law is good for. You go, you take this gun. Now, if this guy's in his right mind, then he can go back and contest if there was due process. He can contest and say, "Oh, yeah, listen, I was, I was, uh, I was just kidding around. That, that buddy is a buddy of mine at the police academy or at the fire academy. We were just joking. We were just joking." And the other girl, listen, we used to date. You know, that was just something else. You know, she just got mad because she saw me with another girl. You'd have the opportunity with due process. Either way, this guy gets. He should have his guns taken away from him, but your system, your background checks, didn't prevent it. These red flag laws that you love so much, this is what they're designed for, what they're made for, did not stop this shooting. Kevin, obviously we need one more law. I think we're going to go with uh, don't kill people. That's, oh, man, we should. Don't kill people? Yeah. Just, Wait, we should go right, go right to the root of the problem. Oh, well, we, we should have that law. Why don't we have that law? Folks, are you understanding how ridiculous this sounds? If you want to stop 
a madman with a gun, a bad guy with a gun. Uh, you either have to go around dressed like Iron Man, you know, in complete body armor the whole, the whole time, or you have to arm yourself. You have to be prepared. Listen, uh, you know, we have our good friend Sheriff Wayne Ivey tells us all the time there's the four things you need to do is be, be alert, alert, aware, prepare to arm yourself, and, and defend yourself. You need to do it. You know, this is not, there's no run, hide, you know, anymore, or, you know, it's run, you know, run, hide, tell. It's like trying to hide from a fire. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just not a good idea. This is what you need to do. Arm yourself. If you've got a gun-free zone in your, in your area where you live, fight it. Fight it at the city council. Fight it with the state. Fight it at the county, wherever it happens to be. Gun-free fight zones. Fight it with your pocketbook. Yes. With your wallet. Yes. Thank you. Thank don't you. Don't do business yeah, don't get me in trouble. Yeah, gun, thanks for not getting me in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Or letting me get myself in trouble. Yeah. yeah don't. Don't let this happen to you. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. This doctor's dead. This pharmacist is dead. This police officer is dead. Again, from another disgusting gun-free zone. An enhanced background check, a regular background check, all their red flag laws, none of this worked. Arm yourself and be ready to defend yourself and your family and those around you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live. From the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. 
Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And this is the Snag Mag segment of the program. Hey, if you go to snagmag.com, snagmag.com, you could see the premier holster for carrying your magazine concealed. It's pretty neat. It sits in your pocket like a looks like a little pocket knife, and it's a it's a magazine holder that uh, just just slides in inside your pocket, jeans, pants, uh, uh, you know, you know, dress pants, no matter what it happens to be, shorts. That's how I wear mine. You, uh, it's it's great. So go to snagmag.com and check them out. Hey, some last uh, closing statistics on Chicago as we uh, as we roll away from this. Uh, you know, the the I don't know if you saw on the news, folks. Their mayor, you know, their mayor. He's, he's right there on the top of the list. Mayor Rahm Emanuel, does that name sound familiar to you? In this Democrat-run city, Mayor Rahm Emanuel's been there since, uh, what is it, uh, May, I think it's April or May of 2011. There, Chicago's on an off cycle for their, for their uh, election of their mayors. And I think that's because they keep arresting so many of them, it's hard to stay on a regular cycle for in, 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 color, in, uh, in Illinois with the, how many times they arrest their politicians there out of Chicago. Anyway, he said he's the one. He's one of the ones that said never let a tragedy go to waste. So this officer was killed, and uh, Rahm Emanuel showed up on the cameras to talk about what a what a tragic loss it was, and uh, you know this is a this is a senseless killing and it's senseless violence, and all we need is one more gun law, one more gun law, folks. This is the most regulated, and I said in the world, I know that this is the most regulated city city in the country for gun laws most regulated city in, in the country for gun laws. Let me give you a couple of statistics from there. Since old Rahm Emanuel has been the mayor of Chicago, there have been, and this, these stats start in 2012, so we got a six-month gap here. Since 2012, shot and killed 3,459. Now, these stats are as of, as of this morning, so it's probably gone up. 
because something like every 10 hours, there's a murder in Chicago, a gun murder in Chicago. Chicago. Total homicides in that same time period, just a hair under 4,000, 3,971. And here's the shocking number. Kevin, this, this number is ridiculous. And Kevin and I were looking at this on the break, and he's like, that can't be right. There's, that's just, and this is, this is short a year because they did not keep statistics on this in 2012. So in 2013, so in just under, what do we got here? We got just under six years now uh, on, on this stat. Total shot. This is total shot in the city limits of the city with the most stringent gun control in this country. Total shot, 18,455. And I'm positive that number's gone up since this morning. My question is, if you get shot more than once, <laughs> yeah. do they count it twice? <laughs> well, it depends and, on the media source, I guess. Well, and, <laughs> and here, here's the other question is, if you got shot in 2013 and then shot again in 2015, oh. here you counted twice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. That's good questions because, uh, you know, normally these numbers are skewed, uh, you know, for, on the, uh, for the liberal Count the leaning. number of yeah. incidents right. reported. Right. So if you get it in three papers, right. but it's one shooting, it'll still get counted three times. Do they do the same thing if you get shot more than once? I, you know, that's a, well, that's a really good question, actually. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. See, you thought you were going to stump me with something. Oh, I never assumed that. No, no, no. My retort, sir. Yeah, I never assumed that. Um, all right, well, we're, we're going to go off of Chicago. You folks, points here, like we told you a couple of times, two to three minutes, I, I don't care. Listen, the cop was there. SWAT team was there. People still died. Gun-free zones kill you. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. Uh, you, these universal background checks, enhanced background checks, all these red flag laws, it's not going to stop somebody when they decide, I'm going to go find the doctor and, and shoot her. Get yourself a firearm, protect yourself, protect your family. Uh, it's, it's, it's a horrible equation to believe that these signs will protect you. I, I want to... If they're made from the right material. Oh, sure. And, and you're enough. holding it in yeah. front of you. Yeah. They might. Yeah. They might. They might. Build the gun-free zone signs out of Kevlar, and you can just tear them away when you walk in and wear it. Yeah, you know, it's just a, it's a, like a late, it's like a number dispenser. Yeah, yeah. You know, pull them off and put on the body armor and walk around the hospital. There, there's an alert from law enforcement out of the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in New York. This is the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in New York. This is uh, upstate New York. There, this is beyond the country. The, the, real the real country. The real country. North of Albany. <laughs> North of Albany. Uh, I think, um, is it North Albany, West Albany? I forget where I Monroe know. is. I I'd have to take a look, but it's definitely north of New York City. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, north of Westchester County, just outside there. So anyway, Monroe County Sheriff's Office, which is said different than the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in Florida. You've got Monroe and Monroe. Same spelling, they just pronounce them differently. We've... That's a little bit of Monroe trivia there for you folks, in case you're keeping track. Made aware of multiple coyote sightings within Monroe County. Typically, coyotes are nocturnal. That means they, they're out at night, folks. They're out at night, for, for those that are not familiar with the nocturnal verbiage. But it is not uncommon to see them during the day. I see them during the day. Kevin, um, you have, a, like we said, a very beautiful photo of a coyote in your backyard. Uh, and, and yeah, the very that's back a, that's part of my night, backyard right? where the deer feeders are and things like that. This my, is my backyard's a relative term. Yeah, yeah, it's the, the, the rear pasture. It's the outside <laughs> your back door. Yeah, the it's rear pasture. Area. 
Merely seeing a coyote is not a reason to call 911. This is from the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, or the Sheriff's Department up there. They are, there's the Monroe County Sheriff, that's all it says, Office of the Sheriff, so the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. So merely seeing a coyote, folks, is not enough reason to call 911. You know, if they're just, you know, walking along, doing their little coyote thing, obviously if it's threatening your family or something like that, then that would be a reason. But there are other reasons and certain behaviors that are cause for alarm, and this is what the Monroe County Sheriff's Office wants you to know. Uh, specifically, if you see a coyote carrying any product marked Acme that says Acme on it, that's a good reason to call the sheriff's office. If you see a coyote dropping an anvil from a hot air balloon. Dial 911. Yeah, that's, 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 that's dial 911. If you see a coyote posting a sign such as a detour or free bird seed sign, yeah, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and, and, and call. Coyote. This is what we mean when we say if you see something, say, say something. something. Yeah, absolutely. Coyote in possession of a giant magnet. Yeah, that's time. It's time at that point to uh, to do something. Coyote detonating TNT. Yeah, I think I think that should do it. They might even call the anybody. ATF for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody detonating yeah. TNT. That's that's, that's good, probably a good idea. That's a good plan, especially good plan. if they're wearing a coyote costume. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A uh, coyote in possession of a catapult. That's always that's a reason. That's unless a reason. it's like the Highland Games. Yeah, if it's listen, if it's if you listen, if it's a at, social event and you know it's going on, right? You know, ask them if that's where they're going. Are you going to the yearly catapult event down the road, Mister Coyote? And he gives you a north south head nod. You leave him alone. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Got, it's all right. He's got a legitimate business purpose. Uh, this one here is this is this is a rough one because this could be hard to, you know, narrow down where where they are. A coyote on roller skates with rockets attached. Uh, if you see that, you should be calling 911. Now they may refer you to perhaps NASA uh, or Mythbusters, you know, one of those two sources. But uh, those are reasons to call if you happen to see a coyote. So, I'm mean, serious, folks. This is, listen, Kevin, those are you, all reasons. Did you call 911 when you saw the coyote in your backyard? No. No? No? If he had a big old anvil under his arm and he was heading your way? I, as a member of a certain union, have an obligation to speak to any upright lichen carrying anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. I have to advise right. them of of their standing with regards to me. Being a human, and the yeah. fact that I keep silver, ninety nine percent silver right. alloy rounds in one three hundred eight rifle for just such an emergency. Yeah. And yeah. they, are, they are available commercially. I did not have to handle it this. I, Just uh, to prove that werewolves are real. It's Listen, um, my agency issued us silver ammo, silver ammunition. Not silver tipped, anything like that. Silver hollow points is what my agency used to issue. You know why? Well, we had a, there must have been, a, obviously, at some point, a werewolf well, problem. Well, that and, and they tend to be forgiving because they, they spread out because of the softness of yeah. the alloy. yeah. Folks, uh, listen, that's the first hour of the program here on Arms Room Radio. Please join us again next hour as we'll be coming to you again from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Keep your head on the swivel, and we'll see you next hour. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. 
not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will be your host here for the remainder of the program, along with uh, the uh, the my compatriots in the room with me. I'm making up new words as we go along. My compatriots. That's that's folks. If you missed it last hour, that's compadres that are patriots. They are compatriots. On my right, I would normally be introducing the right hand man, the great 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please be welcoming him back if he was here. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. As, uh, as Kevin pointed out last hour, last hour he's on the, the trip to fan overdose. He's, uh, I think so. He's, he's probably got it so bad you could go steal the couch he's sleeping on. Uh, Not that bad? I don't think Not so. Not that bad? Okay. Okay. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Wait, if the golf channel's on, yeah, yeah. then you might be able to get the couch out from underneath him. Because I use that as a sedative. <laughs> That's, that, that does it for you? Yeah, or college baseball. Oh, oh. you know what? Um, until somebody hits the ball, college baseball yeah. works for me. Yeah. Because when they hit the ball, you get the... Bong. Bong. Yeah, you get that, that loud yeah. metal sound. Yeah. yeah. 
Listen, God did not mean for baseball to be played with aluminum. It's a wooden bat. It's a wooden bat sport. It should be a crack. That's why he gave us trees so we could play baseball with aluminum. It was with wood. He wanted you to play it with wood. That's just my opinion. Just one man's baseball opinion. I have one of the first aluminum bats ever made. And I brought, it's probably never been to a ball field. I'm betting you used it for something else. No, I've used I used it. I was a wee lad. <laughs> My grandfather worked for Alcoa in one of their prototypes. He said, take this home and practice with it. And it was, <laughs> you know what? That's like, I, that's why I swing yeah. an axe so well now. Because yeah. that, that, the wall of that bat is quarter inch thick. It's heavy. Right, right. It's not hollow-ish. It's heavy. <laughs> and they, uh. They did a little redesign of that because that, that was heavy. That was heavy. But what they realized later was when they weighed it, they went, yeah, we can't play Little League with this. It weighs too much. It's too heavy. <laughs> this is like swinging an illegal bat. It's like a it's like a loaded bat, you know? It's a loaded bat. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I played ball, um, high school ball, they'd come out with one. It was called the Zapper, I think. it had a, it, Instead of the handle being straight, it had this weird angle in it. Yeah, uh, um, and uh, and the little divots, yes, like a like a like a golf ball, like a golf ball, yeah. because that reduced the wind resistance. Yep, yeah, and um, this didn't take long for that to become illegal. No, no, you're right. I mean, this and this and this should have been um, uh, on the steroids list, or you're like this is like the globetrotters playing against you. You know, this was this was an unfair advantage, no matter yeah. what. And uh, yeah, that was I remember that bat. And I've, every time I I see bats and old bats somewhere, I'm always looking at, at the yard sale or something like that for that bat because. If you were a you know two hundred foot hitter, a line drive hitter, you were you were you know a uh, Mark McGuire with this bat. You were Barry Bonds with this bat. Yeah, I remember when I've got my first French grip fencing foil. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'd show up for <laughs> matches, and the instructors, the teachers, right? These guys, no, 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 you can't use that. <laughs> Why? And they just look at my <laughs> coach and go, "This is wrong." Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that's the. It's old school. Yeah, that's that was old that's, school. that's good stuff. That's good stuff that's right cool. there. Um, there's um, you know, we were, we were going to talk to you about Russia, uh, but uh, peeling off of Russia, I mean, we got a couple of minutes left, and we've been watching the news. And again, uh, the best thing happens on the break. We got the uh, uh, One America News Network going on in here, which is probably the best uh, news network out there. But we were talking about President Trump and asylum. How he actually issued his executive order, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I think it was. I'd have to pull mm-hmm. the date to show you, the, to, to pull the, find the exact number of days it's been. But he said, uh, you, asylum will not be granted unless you come into this country legally. You come into the country legally, you'll be, you can apply for asylum. Won't be granted it, you'll be, can apply for it. Listen, and even all these folks that are down there marching towards the border right now, they still have the opportunity to enter the country legally. Just have mm-hmm. to go to the border checkpoint, start your processing, do your paperwork, and come through. You want to jump over ten strands of concertina wire now? You, you know, first off, good luck with the and second. <laughs> second, the guy with the pointy stick yeah. may decide that you needn't do that and make you crawl back over. Correct, which is really rude. Yeah. I'm not going to take you to gate and throw you out. I'm going to make you crawl back yeah, over go, the fence. Go back over. Yeah. By the way, give me those clothes. <laughs> yeah, oh, you are mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, they have uh, they, they they the circuit court judge ninth uh, ninth circus of appeals you know ninth uh, circus uh, court they call it uh, out of San Francisco decided he's going to legislate from the bench and take away an authority issued to the president expressly under the Constitution and say no Mr. President 
you can't make any policies regarding immigration into this country, which is an absolute you know, you know, boulder dash. You know, you know, it's a feldicarb, whatever you want to call it. And Mr. President said, oh, okay, fine, fine. And he had a little little back and forth with that judge, a little back and forth with the the, the chief justice over there on the Supreme Court. And uh, I, I'm confident once this gets to the Supreme Court, they'll look at it because they're constitutionalists up there now. The majority of them are going to go, well, that's what the Constitution says. And, you know, we're just going to have to go back. But in the meantime, the president did not wait around. Our president did not oh. wait around. He decided, okay, circuit, Ninth Circus Court of Appeals, do you want to you make this kind of nonsense? Okay, no problem. Well, uh, and you're going to, you're going to tell me that uh, I can't make this policy and you're going to tell me that I can't enforce border restrictions or immigration restrictions. Uh, and you're going to, you're going to f- mess with the policy that we've set forth. No problem. He went somewhere where they can't mess with this policy. He made a deal with Mexico and the incoming government in Mexico. This guy is not going to be stopped. You know, he's not going to be stopped. You got these people in Chicago, these judges in Chicago, in no, Chicago. I'm so mad at Chicago, but he's got, the, they got these judges in San Francisco. He found a way. He found a way. He's like, screw you. I'm going around you. It's wonderful. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a thing in the Bible about build your city, build your bricks with that straw. Right. And Moses' response was build your city without bricks. <laughs> and it's like, we're going to give them, well, they're never going to apply because we're going to deal with them before they get yeah. to the border. Right. Yeah. So they're going to, every, you know, 20 acres and a mule kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the, be- it's the soil's better there. So you don't need 80. Well, you, listen, um, it's, it's in Tijuana where the most of them have had gathered. And, uh, you know, they had a chance to get in California. Yeah, yeah. That's, and we're going to go over to the Texas border. Um, no, I, <laughs> you know, that's maybe not a good idea for those of you that have been to Tijuana. Millions and millions of people have been throwing up there for years and years. And, oh yeah. And, and getting, uh, drinking, getting the Montezuma's revenge for years and years. So I believe Kevin is right when he says there, the soil is rich. Yes. Because it's, you can grow anything there. <laughs> it's It's been full of additives for years and years. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll be back after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call... 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, uh, we talked to you about uh, uh, the coyotes, coyote issue. Coyote issue was out of Monroe County, New York. Kevin and I had to look it up. I didn't know. I had no idea where it was. Um, there's a town in Monroe, which is 
Kevin located was right there. It's south of Albany. It's in Orange County, New York, where the uh, the Choppers guys are. Uh, there's a Monroe and a West Monroe. And, just um, like Louisiana. Just like Louisiana, exactly. And then there's a, the county of Monroe is actually the county around Rochester, up on uh, the southern edge of Lake Ontario up there, so. Uh, interesting facts. I didn't know. Listen, I'm from the city. I don't, you know, everything north of the city is, uh, you might as well be Vermont for all, you know, for all I know. It's just, it's not someplace, uh, you know, we, we, we wandered off to a lot, you know, and when you want to go somewhere else, you, you, you came out of the city and you, you hit a bang a right and end up in, uh, you know, Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts up in that area. I spent a lot of time in East Aurora, just outside of Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Now I've been there skiing. It's a little ski area. They have a little, they have a little. Uh, um, I, I wasn't skiing. No, I, I no, no, no. I'm, I'm sure you had. Uh, you, it was business. It business. was yeah, business. Yeah. Uh, that's was this um, coldest place I've ever been, and I've been to Minot. Yeah, well, and that's what and I'm saying. We went skiing cold. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know they had ski there. I had a buddy, uh, a buddy, I had a, a relative go to go to college out there, and uh, I was alive came. during the last ice age. It was <laughs> colder outside of Buffalo. Was this work? Was this kind of a uh, uh, you know sack full of doorknobs kind of work or no no no? Right. It was um, the other end. It was the legitimate, legitimate, it was legitimate hey, business purposes. Sack full of doorknobs is legitimate work. I mean, that's nah, that's I union business I, right I there. I never, I never used a sack full of doorknobs. I I would show up and I'd say I'd like to speak to the highest ranking official currently on site. <laughs> I invariably would get their assistant. Yeah, and I would tell them my name. I would give them my business card. Uh, that said procurement stormtrooper on it, <laughs> a little helmet. And I said, uh, I have a hammer and a bag of money. Right. right. And I'm going to let your boss pick which one I beat them with until I get what I want. <laughs> and I would open my briefcase, and inside was a 24-inch ball-peen hammer and a bag of gold cougar hands. Either way, somebody's getting a beating. It's just, you know, and, what do you want it with? They'd yeah. always call the police, and I'd pull out my, you know, the ideas that I carried at the time. And right, I, right. I would say to this poor responding officer, why don't you get a supervisor to show up here yep. and have them bring your lieutenant? Yeah. This facility is closed. <laughs> and uh, they would get on the phone or on the radio, and then they would leave. Right, right, right. <laughs> they would go, we don't want any part of whatever it is he's about to do to you. <laughs> Uh, that whole presidential rating of a government program. <laughs> really, there's some consequences for ignoring that. Then you turn back to the people that called and said, now I'm putting a bag of money away. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you made a mistake. <laughs> now you've limited your options. Poor you. New York, speaking of New York, handgun buyers will have to give cops social media passwords if this new New York bill passes. So this... they're going to check out your Facebook page <laughs> to see if you've been ranting about how much you don't like something. Uh, y- yeah. To determine whether or not you'll pass this enhanced universal background check. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's a yeah. I got. Why don't they just ask Facebook to clear you? Let's just do it that way. I got uh, tossed off of Facebook. Uh, I, have, I have no idea why. No idea. It's just you know you just post our normal, you know, uh, gun humor rhetoric. Uh, you know, just have a little fun with it. And I, one day I got the notice in the mail that said. Uh, uh, or in my instant message that said, uh, you're done, you violated community you, standards, you, you're you, off. You, you've posted the word gun one time. Right, too many. right. Yeah. And, and, and you're like, uh, help, please, and you send a message, you know, and you try everything. Uh, you know, uh, what me? I know my, my, my account was hacked. I don't know what, what, what's going on on there. And they said, uh, uh, you're done, and this is the last uh, correspondence from us you could expect. 
Yeah. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a, I, somebody answered a subpoena from, really? from Twitter. Oh, like Twitter. That. Okay. Okay. And, 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 uh, Snapchat too. Right. And I got back an email that said from an, an, a, a blank account. Right. That said, oh, we don't answer subpoenas. Thanks from all of us at Snapchat. <laughs> that was all I said. Yeah. Nobody's name, right. no anything. So from all I, of us. I, I went and got a California lawyer to file a federal a lawsuit there so they could enforce the subpoena. Right. And they went, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that particular data is on a server outside the United States. <laughs> could you tell me where? No. No, it's, no I could <laughs> so not. So you're not going to tell me where, so I can't go get yet another subpoena from The Hague yeah, to right. make you give me what I want for <laughs> And surprisingly, the state attorney's office decided to let that case go. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. What is that guy doing? Ridiculousness. Yeah. A uh, new proposal will require New Yorkers who want handgun licenses to undergo search engine and social media checks, including handing over login information and passwords to police. Okay. Um, you know, what, 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 what's that little part about being... Uh, Safe and sound and secure in my uh, in my personal possessions. Uh, no. I'm, I'm trying to remember what's that from. Oh, the Constitution of the United States, yeah, the Bill of Rights. No, because you've elected to have a firearm, <laughs> you can volunteer to give up everything else. So if I want to exercise my Second Amendment rights, I have to give up my other rights. Well, that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense coming out of New York. This is a this is from State Senator Kevin Parker, a Democrat who represents Brooklyn. I'm sure many there's many Democrats that, or, or senators that represent, uh, represent Brooklyn, uh, but he is one of them, and he introduced this bill last month, according to the state's legislature website. said, if signed into law, the legislation would impact those applying for or renewing their license to have a pistol or revolver. What about Derringers? You think those guys are getting off? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe ideal concealed cell phone pistols. What if you don't have a Facebook account? Then you can't have one. You can't have a gun. We have to have a way to get into your inner workings and mindset. We have to. Big Brother has to be able to control you. You can't. You can't be. Uh, you can't be off, off the net. You, you, you can't be. You no, know, you got to be. You got to be uh, on the grid with them. Can't be off the grid. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram are the social media platforms that would be scrutinized under the bill. Investigators would review applicants Google, Yahoo, and Bing search results as well. Um, you know, um, you, do you still have that hammer? Because this guy. This I guy, do. This guy could use a visit, I, I think. Do. This guy, this uh, many of the New York State Democrats, I believe, could use a visit. Uh, you know, they they they're motion versus progress. Yeah, they're just trying to find something. This is really, I think, one of those one of those ordeals. And 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 I've talked to you about this uh, a lot, folks, uh, as Kevin has as well. That you get to these older cities, and you get to older and older city, they become more and more Democrat. Uh, and it seems, well, the city's turned to crap. We know that. You can look at any major city across the country and see that. Uh, you show me a San Francisco, a Chicago, a Detroit, a New York, a Los Angeles. They're so Democrat-run that it's just become, you know, un- unlivable. Uh, you know, you have to you have to regulate everything. But this is another one of those reasons I think somebody wants to see their name attached to a bill and have a legacy. And couldn't come up with anything new because there is nothing new because the city's been there for, you know, 250 years, you know. So let's, what else can I come up with? That sounds good. Nobody's got a Facebook, you know, give over your password law yet. I'm going to do that. This is, um, yeah, this is, I, I believe Kevin's got the, the solve for this. I think it's a, it's a bag of, it's a bag of, I'm going to hammer it. It's a, I, 
I think that what's going to end up happening is you're just going to buy the data from Facebook if you won't tell them. Why buy it? The, that guy's giving it up. He's just yeah. yeah that, but that's the point yeah. is that you'll just when when it is declared unconstitutional, which will undoubtedly happen, right? Then he'll just have to ask for more money to be part of that program so they can buy the data from Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter, and that way they'll get the information about you, but it'll have already been analyzed and formatted. Right. So it's basically a yes or no question. Yeah. So they're going to ask Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat whether or not, you know, you know why we're asking, do they look like they're somebody that should be allowed to have a firearm? And the answer will always be yeah. no. 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 Uh, it's... I put a I put a little haha on on the social media. It was um, right before the vote. It said, "Don't forget, uh, Republicans vote on Tuesday the seventh, and Democrats vote on Wednesday the eighth. Make sure you go out and vote." I got I got kicked off for, uh, for for a day, two days for voter suppression. Not humor. It was voter suppression. Now, if it had been the other way, I'd probably would have got like a Facebook gold star for the day. But because I. Uh, because it went to the flip side, and I got I got me a I got me a suspension for voter suppression. Just ridiculous. Hey, all you listen, stick around. We got more show coming up next segment. Major Bill will be with us. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Master Sergeant Anthony Davis died November 25, 2008, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Davis, 43, of Deerfield Beach, Florida, was assigned to the Military Transition Team, 1st Brigade, 1st Infantry Division, Fort Riley, Kansas. He was killed in action in Baj, Iraq, after being shot by an Iraqi Security Force soldier while he was conducting a dismounted humanitarian food drop. Master Sergeant Davis trained and mentored Iraqi army members and delivered food and relief supplies to poor villages. He was part of a team that assessed schools and then planned renovations and organized supplies. Davis was raised in Baltimore, Maryland and Triangle, Virginia. He is survived by his wife, Anna, and five children who at the time of his death were between the ages of 9 and 26 and a grandson that was four years old. Army Master Sergeant Anthony Davis, you are not forgotten. Thank you, Michael. If you've got any legal questions whatsoever, you can reach me at 407-480-2179. That's the office line. Or 407-467-4960. That's my cell phone. Kevin, thank you. Uh, thank you again for uh, sponsoring that segment of the program. I apologize. I think we dropped uh, some applause there, one of our cues. So uh, you, you, you grabbed it like a champ. So I appreciate that for, for covering up for my mistake. Well, that, that look on your face of abject terror. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, Some, Kevin. Sometimes I just like to let it go. For just, <laughs> just the, so what do you think about this? Not much. Not much. Good. It's good. Good. <laughs> Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome b- back to the program, Major Bill. Or maybe not. Maybe Major Bill. Major Bill. Major Bill. Major Bill. Here. He's, there's Major Bill. There we go. Yeah, we got him. We got yeah, him. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, we, uh, it's a little little tech issue there, sir. A little tech. You know, the problem is we don't have Earl this week, so... Uh, all the all the push. Uh, so it's everything just goes right out the window. It's it's you know it's just listen. I was I was actually just pushing the door. Uh, maybe that'll work. <laughs> just making sure everything still worked in here. You know. <laughs> uh, how are you doing the, this week, sir? We, we, we'll see if we can't get you your uh, your music here at some point. But uh, uh, you know, how are you doing this week? Uh, well, I, I am doing fabulous. Uh, it, it, it's a very important day in in both Kevin's life and mine. Uh, it's the Iron Bowl. Uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, the Alabama Crimson Tide is playing that other Alabama team. Um, <laughs> I, I forget who they are. There's another they're team really in Alabama? Crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, there's really, they're really of no significance. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we'll just, we'll have to deal with that. That's time. not true. They created a, a, a chemical compound that has to be tested by each batch to make sure it's not illegal. It's, <laughs> is it Gatorade? It, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a pill designed to keep you awake. Oh, that you can buy over the counter. Oh, yeah. Is that is that Viagra? Oh, no. Okay, no, so they no. contributed something to society. They, they did. They did. It was uh, all right. Well, I'll, like, I'll let them have that little like, bit of glory. Uh, industrial no dose. <laughs> oh, go fast pills. Go fast pills. Zoomy pill. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, listen. Uh, 
Mike, I, my uh, my old brain juices were uh, were flowing last week. You were you were uh, uh, on there with Mark uh, over there with uh, Armed America Radio. Yeah, yeah, and, doing the Daily uh, Defense Hour there. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and the subject of Detroit came up, and you know I was blowing up your phone on 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 the old text message there. Uh, with, with all the, the issues and problems that Detroit is facing, boy, those, uh, those they they got it they got it bad up there. They got it bad. Yeah, they um, do. And, unless you're and, farming corn, because evidently there's a lot of property in downtown Detroit where you can farm corn now. Well, you they know, just plowed everything urban, else out of the way. Corn, yeah. urban corn. That's a lot like you know organic corn, but yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Uh, urban so. corn. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember a, a story we did right around this time last year, um, and I went digging through it again. I think it popped in your head as well. Uh, we had a, a, a blue-on-blue incident for, for my non-law enforcement friends. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, that's where you have officers, uh, you know, when they, they're conducting an investigation, and it turns out that it's another group of officers doing their investigation, and neither side knows about it, and uh, it, it can really go bad. Uh, and in this particular case, it went back and looked at, you know, it was involving the 11th, and 12th precincts. That's right. There. Yeah, there was, this is a different, 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 different combating adjoining precincts kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, not that it was, you know, uh, federal versus local or local versus county. This was, you know, Detroit PD and Detroit PD. <laughs> uh, and they were doing, you know, what they call a push off, which is a narcotics transaction where the officers pose as drug dealers and they get the, the people coming in and wanting to buy drugs. And uh, as soon as they, they make that transaction, they reveal, reveal themselves as officers and they make the arrest. And uh, if there's any seizures to be made as far as uh, automobiles, money, weapons, things like that, that's what they do. Well, right. up there in about the 19,000 block of uh, Andover uh, is the address uh, where they were at. It's right on the border of the 12th and the 11th precincts, but technically uh, it's in the 11th. Okay. So, why the 12th was involved, I don't know. It's not their precinct. It's not their district. But this is where it disturbs me. It's because not only do you have the narcotics unit of one particular precinct, but they also have the DEA and they have the ATF involved. Yeah, well, um, uh, well, you know, everybody wants to play. Yeah. Well, so, you know, they, they go in and the, the folks in uh, the 12th are in 11th territory doing this push-off um, and the 11th is doing the investigation. So they obtained the search warrant uh, to hit this house uh, for a narcotics raid. Well, this is where the other guys, uh, the 12th were in this house doing these drug transactions, these push-offs. Right. Uh, and Mike, you and I saw the body camera footage that came out oh boy. on this. Oh boy. And there was over a dozen officers. They were, you know, well-armed, and you're going into an unknown situation. Yep. Uh, but then, you know, you have officers now fighting other officers. One officer's put in a headlock. Another one has a fractured eye socket. Uh, you know, it just, it, it was a brawl. Yeah. In, in the words of the chief up there, it was like the Keystone Cops. Yep. Uh, and looking at this body camera footage, uh, you know, that you and I shared back and forth, looking at it, it was just like, oh, my gosh, how, how can cops do this yeah. but you know this is what happens especially when, when you don't communicate that's uh, it and that's it, it that, that's what it comes down to and, folks i want to make you sure know, you understand what what the major is saying here you have the cops from the 12th precinct which i think is barney miller's precinct by the way you have, you have the folks <laughs> from the from the, the cops from the 12th precinct selling drugs 
and the cops from the 11th precinct buying, buying drugs <laughs> right on the border, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm also curious, Bill, do you think one created the task force because they heard the other was doing this? Do you think that the, 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 the buyers were, were created because they heard the others were selling, you know, is this, is this a chicken and the well, egg thing? You know, did this well, whole did yeah. all of this go, go haywire for a year because they were trying to catch other cops and not know it? Well, it's I, I don't know. I don't know if you know, one maybe one precinct commander was trying to get a leg up on the other one. Yep. Why was why was one precinct you know in, in the jur- not the jurisdiction but you know in the in the uh, the area patrolled sure. and controlled by the other precinct? Right. And why weren't they communicating? And, I mean, yeah. and especially if you have feds involved. Yeah. They're really good about that. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of programs down here. When I was working uh, in that type of capacity. You know, we can go into this computer program, or back then you can phone in, and you can find out, you know, they wouldn't tell you what's going on, but they'll tell you, hey, this agency has an operation going on here. Right. So you would reach out to that agency, and, hey, I'm working something here. I want to make sure it's not you guys. That has not uh, been my experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a case where my guy was told he was going to set up a deal, and so he set up a meet between the DEA seller and the local agency buyer. <laughs> and then he just well, left the room and watched them arrest each other. <laughs> and they decided they were going to both prosecute him. That took a lot of work. Said, you can't be given, guilty of a crime if he knows both of the people involved or law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a conspiracy. Between he and himself? Yeah, a conspiracy to embarrass? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what are we talking about here? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it comes down to those famous words, Kevin, that you've heard and I've heard. You know, you knew or should have known. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he it, did when know. You, especially when you're you're a commander of a unit like that, uh, and then you get hit with your bosses come down and say, well, you should have known. Um, yeah, I did pretty good in my last divorce, but I didn't get the crystal ball, sir. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's because Kevin handled my last divorce, by the way. There you so. go. There you go. Yep. And you did, in fact, get the crystal ball. <laughs> uh, Major, thank you again for your time, and please stay safe down there. Always. And to my brothers and sisters in blue, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, always go home at the end of your shift. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Sun Phone Pistol Studios. Yeah, I'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection? There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. That was uh, that was me saying, here's Earl, uh, or, or that was the, the promo saying, here's Earl, but that was me, Mike. So we uh, we got to get some shuffling redone, folks. It's just, uh, we're... we're, we're uh, we got those new promos, and a couple of them just got dropped in the right in the wrong spot. So don't worry about it. We we we'll get that taken care of for you. No no worries. No, you know who we are. I don't think you they're worried. You know they, you don't think they're worried? Think they're good? Mm-hmm. They're still on the trip to fan. They're probably like Earl, just laid out there all pumpkin pied out by now. And that's the way to get them up, right? You got to throw some sugar at them. Throw some, and I mean by sugar, I mean actual the food product, not any other way you might be thinking of getting them awake. That's not where I was going with that. Like. Throwing rock salt at them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The launching device. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, BSO Broward Sheriff's Office. By the way, folks, if you're uh, if you're going to be taking your vacation in Florida at any time, uh, you know, over the next two three months, uh, make sure you stop by Broward County and vote. Yeah, because they're they're waiting for you. Uh, BSO, the Broward Sheriff's Office. It's the same same place. Do you remember we talked about the police captain or the sheriff's captain down there, Jan Jordan? Uh, she was the one that was the initial 
uh, or she was the initial high-ranking commander on scene. There was a sergeant uh, who was also there, a couple of the other uh, deputies and officers and some other agencies, but she was the sheriff's office Parkland commander, and she showed up out there. She was, uh, she was criticized for being ineffective for her handling of the police response to the shooting. Well, she just resigned. She just resigned. The, uh, they, they had the shooting there nine months uh, ago, and then they did the, they did the, uh, the, the commission. They got this big commission together uh, you know, with the uh, Public Service Commission, with law enforcement leaders from other places around the state. And I found it very odd that uh, um, the person they got to lead this commission was a sheriff, uh, what's it, Gultieri. He's the sheriff out of Pinellas County, Florida, who is also another uh, anti-gunner. Uh, he believes he believes in firearms as long as it's by the government owning them and not you, the average citizen. You, the average citizen, are not capable of owning a firearm, according to uh, Sheriff Gultieri. Anyway, uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to him in a moment. Uh, also, in addition to Captain Jan, Jan Jordan uh, resigning, there was one of the police sergeants, uh, sheriff's office sergeants that worked for Captain Jordan, uh, Sergeant Brian Miller, and he was placed on restricted duty with BSO this past week. Now, restricted duty with uh, Broward Sheriff's Office is uh, give us your gun on your badge and go hold that desk down. Yep. yep. Just go sit there and make sure it doesn't float away. We used to call that the uh, the rubber gun squad. Yeah. Was, 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 was part of it. Um, February 14th, Jordan, the Parkland District Commander, initially took charge of the scene after former student Nicholas Cruz and voter, thank you to Sheriff Scott Israel, attacked Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School with a high-powered rifle. It was an AR, folks, a civilian model AR. She arrived with within seven minutes of Cruz firing his first shots. Now, we know seven minutes, seven minutes at a shooting, at a mass shooting like this, is uh, about six and a half minutes too long to do anything. You, you have to be in the room with a firearm, able to defend yourself or someone else if you want there to be any, any chance of stopping the shooter. So... She's not being criticized for not jumping out of her car and running inside herself. She's being criticized for, over the radio, failing to set up a proper perimeter and for directing officers to go inside. Because there were officers, I keep saying officers, as deputies. She's the sheriff's office. She's in charge of deputies. She did not direct them. You don't have to be on the scene. Imagine being on the, on the radio, being the, being the boss person. Uh, you know, you're, imagine you're being your home, your home at work. Excuse me, you're home. You're home. You're not at work. You're home. And somebody from work calls you and says, where's the coffee pot? We don't know where the coffee pot is. You should be able to say over the phone, I want you to go into the break room. Look to the right of the refrigerator. The coffee pot is to the right of the refrigerator. You shouldn't have to wait and say, hold on. I'll drive there right now and I'll show you the coffee pot. That's in a sense what happened here. Jan Jordan did not direct units correctly while she was away from the school. She got on the radio and said, uh, "Let make sure you guys set up a perimeter." Now, again, you want to let the unit on the units on the scene direct their own perimeter. You want to let them listen. Uh, you got the school resource officer. You got others that work that zone. She's the captain. She works the bigger area. She's the big picture person. She works the entire command district. Should she know every nook and cranny in there? You'd like her to, but unfortunately, she has to deal with the other bosses. The deputies yeah. on the scene should have known exactly where the perimeter should have been set. 
when they did not do it correctly, she should have jumped on and said, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I need you to do this. She did not need to wait seven minutes until she got there to start doing things. And then when she arrives, it looks like everybody else on the scene described her as being in a dreamlike state and not being focused on finding the shooter. She hadn't played the what-if game. You're exactly right. She met something that she had not prepared herself to experience. And as a result, she locked up. You've got to play the what-if game. You've got to play, especially somebody in her job, you have to take the most horrible thing you can possibly imagine happening and run it through your mind and let your subconscious file that away so that your responses to that are automatic. You know what to do. What are we supposed to do when we have an active shooter in the building? Enter the building and kill the active shooter. That's your job. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. the training. Parameters, mm, no. Get inside and stop the killer. How do you stop a killer? Yeah, yeah. With, with, uh, with more you, killing. Yeah, you, you, stop his, you stop his breathing, you know? The, uh, she was, she was with the, formerly with the Fort Lauderdale Police Department, which is in Broward County. Uh, she was over there for, for 20 years and then came over to the sheriff's office. Now, I could tell you uh, that she did not, and she's got a total of 25 years of service. I could tell you in five years, she did not go and start off as a patrol deputy, take the sergeant's exam, do yeah. that, do the lieutenant's exam, yeah. do that, take the captain's exam. She was a poof. She was a, you know, she, maybe she did one year, you know, where they put her in the admin or courthouse or something like that. Uh, but then they poofed her and she became the, the captain and the commander of that district. Yes. It's a magical event where there's a puff of smoke and a poof. Yes. And then you're, you're now, you went from patrol to captain. So she, uh, she probably, again, she worked at Cedar Fort Lauderdale. She didn't know Parkland. That just makes it even worse. You know, they gave her a very quiet, very rich area to be in charge of. What could ever happen there? Well, we, well, we, we see what, we see what happened there. She, uh, you know, she's negligent. I'll tell you who's, who's more negligent than Captain Jan Jordan. And that's Sheriff Scott Israel. Because you don't become a poof captain by yourself. You don't decide, I'm going to do it myself. No. The sheriff does that. You've got to have somebody make you. The sheriff comes over and says, I believe she could do this job. You don't, you don't know whether this is a, a, a favor or a political pat on the shoulder. You know, somebody owes somebody uh, you know, a, a, a six-pack of beer over this. You, know, you have no idea what's going on. Right. It's a, the wink is as good as a nod. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 what happens here. She she's gonna I, I, you know listen if she if she's gonna default she's gonna say oh yeah there's active shooter training, uh, but she didn't go. She's one of those bosses I could tell you from reading this story one of those bosses that feels like hey you individuals you need to go, but I'm the boss I don't have to. I'm the boss I'll sit in the back. You know listen they gave me the cush job I don't need to worry about how to do the heavy lifting. That's what happened here. That's probably what happened with this other sergeant as well. I could tell you for a fact reading this story that there were cops. And again, I told you this earlier, I don't believe Deputy Scott Peterson was one of them. I saw, I saw footage of him running through that campus trying to get there. You can't cover 31 acres and 11 buildings in under two minutes to try and find out where the high-powered rifle shot's coming from. Unless it's coming at you, and it's hitting you, in, you know, at, at you and at, at the surrounding uh, area. You usually can pick out where the tire's coming from when it's aimed at you. Yes. Yeah, you, you, know, the, you start to get that figured out. I don't think Peterson could have done that. These other ones, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to say this to... All the uh, brothers and sisters out there wearing blue, tan, green, whatever color of law enforcement uniform you're wearing. If you don't think you can go into the building, if you don't think you could be the one in the lead by yourself 
because you do single-person active shooter suppression is what's taught now. If you don't think you can get behind your badge and your gun yeah, and go inside... And be the bullet magnet. That's your job. If you don't think be you can do that, magic. right now, wherever you are, take your badge off, set it down, call your supervisor, hand them your badge and your firearm, and tell them you're going home. Yeah. That's your job, to go into harm's way. The same as the fireman's is, to go into that building that's burning on fire. The same as it's EMS, to go into where you, you know there's, there's risk of injury for your life when you're trying to save others. Part of the deal. It's part of the deal. If you want to, you want to, you want to be the hero. Be the hero, but you've got to, you've got to know you're strong enough to do it, folks. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. We should have a full cast and crew on board. Until next week, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next week. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. 